now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. All right, we are live right here in the Say What You Will Radio Network Studios. Not a whole lot of news tonight except, of course, election news. What else is really going on? I do have some questions that I want to ask you if you happen to be watching the live show. I'll run through some of them. Uh, First of all, will the multitude of lawsuits that are going to be released tomorrow change anything i'm curious is is there any hope left or is it time just to call the election and deal with the next four years of biden harris how about this the left now is calling for unity after four or maybe five years of unbridled hate now they want to call for unity is anybody buying that i'm not In fact, I got an open letter by a gentleman by the name of Steve Straub. He wrote an open letter to those that are asking for unity. I'll get into that. It's a very good article. Uh, How about the GOP? Are they going to stand with uh, the Trump supporters? Or are they just merely going to be the spineless jellyfish that they are naturally? And what's the future of Fox News? I have seen nothing but hate and just pure anger, unadulterated anger at Fox News. Is Fox News going to survive the next four years? Which leads me to an additional question. Let's say Trump actually concedes to the election, and he's going to have to eventually, I'm assuming. I don't think they're going to be able to stop this from happening. Is he going to build a media empire? And if so, what does that look like? Because I don't think Trump is going to just quiet down. Uh, Anyway, this is the John Smith Show. I'm your host, John Smith. And again, this is the Say What You Will Radio Network. Uh, You may also be listening to Good Talk Radio, or you may be watching this show on Roku. We are now broadcast on Roku. And the channel number is 9KK. P is in Paul 5QL. You can see it on the screen. Not familiar with Roku yet, but uh, I was advised and told that our show is now broadcast on on Roku. So that's pretty exciting. I'll have more details uh, in the coming days, coming weeks about that. Uh, But if you're watching the show and you want to be a caller, the number as always is area code 602475. 2000. Uh, yeah, so lots of questions. Lots of questions out there. Um, let's let's start at the beginning. Is there any hope left? Are these lawsuits going to do anything? Is anything going to come from it? Uh, from my understanding, I'm not a I'm not an attorney. I'm not a lawyer, but the burden of proof falls on the uh, Trump campaign, they've got to be able to prove that there was voter fraud and that the voter fraud caused them to lose one particular state or multiple, you know, multiple states, whichever, uh, however that lawsuit 
is set up. So uh, my understanding, I did watch the Rudy Giuliani um, press conference. And isn't it just unbelievable how the left who called the election... Now, Rudy Giuliani, if you didn't see it, Rudy Giuliani had a uh, a gaggle of people up on stage that stood behind him, and they actually came out and talked just for a couple seconds each, but they are people that were poll watchers and vote counters. They were watching the vote counters. They were not permitted in while the vote counting was going on. The Democratic machine in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh prevented them from watching any of the vote counters. When they did let a couple of them in, they had to stand, uh, one man was saying, about 15 feet or more away. And then when the court order came down and said, no, they have to be six feet, moved uh, six feet closer. As they moved closer, the desks moved further away. So, Everybody knows, I mean, if you're honest with yourself, I mean, if you got Trump derangement syndrome and you just despise the man, of course, you're not going to be honest about it. But if you're honest and open-minded about this, you know something stinks. How in the world, how in the world did so many Republicans do so well in the House and the Senate but Trump lost. I don't believe it. I don't believe it for a minute. They're talking about over 300,000 illegal ballots in Pittsburgh alone and maybe another 200 to 300,000 in Philadelphia. That's over a half of half a million illegal ballots. And that's just what they assume is out there. Now again, they've got to they've got a burden of proof on on them. They have to be able to prove and so anyway, going back to the press, the same press who um, maybe a little early called the win for Biden, instead of asking questions to the people, the witnesses behind uh, Giuliani, they basically accused them of lying. That's our press. Instead of going out and maybe asking some questions, doing some investigative journalism, they were there to be on the attack. It's not right. It's not right. And you wonder why President Trump refers to the press as the enemy of the people. Because they're doing everything they can to hide the truth. Sickening. Now, this first half uh, hour is actually brought to you by Gray Feather Farm. Uh, Ginger wrote back on November 7th, she said, I love this product. I am a repeat customer with Gray Feather Farm. Starting, uh, started using this for our Belgian-German shepherd mix who has skin issues and allergies. I cut the capsule open and put two to three drops or so in his water bowl and then would rub uh, a few drops on his belly. He loves it, and it has helped so much. I do this process two or three times a week, but not more. I take it orally as well, about three times a week, and it helps with my dry skin from hypothyroidism. It also gets rid of sunspots. That's Gray Feather Farm products. They're an all-natural 
skincare product. They are amazing. In fact, I have uh, right here in front of me, I've got uh, one of them, and it's the uh, age-defying facial serum. This stuff is fantastic. It takes uh, the wrinkles away. And out here in Arizona in the dry heat, it is a dry heat. I can't recommend it enough. Now, below the video, you're going to find a link to Grayfeather Farm. It's going to end in Smith, my last name. And if you order your products via that link, you're going to get free shipping. And and because it's the holiday season and Jennifer's in the holiday mood, depending on your order size, she may just throw in a couple of extras in there for you. Uh, so keep uh, take a look at that. They are great stocking stuffers. And uh, gentlemen, your wives and apparently your German shepherds will appreciate it. Uh, let's get into the news. Uh, well, let's get back to the questions uh, first. I want to. Tonight's kind of a weird night because I'm asking a lot of hypothetical questions because the news is the news. If you turn on the news, uh, the left, they're just they're just gloating in Biden's win. Okay, I get it. That's what they've been hoping for. That was their ultimate goal. That's why 92% of any uh, news coverage, any news coverage on Trump was negative. 92%. While he is out there cutting taxes, getting the economy booming until COVID, until uh, the Chinese government released COVID, you know, don't tell me it was bat soup, okay? Somebody ate bat soup and got millions and millions of people sick around the world. If you believe that, you're just an idiot. This was an attack on the world. China doesn't care. They don't care. They have no conscience. And Trump was coming after them. Trump was impacting their economy in a negative way while boosting ours. So China, pulling no punches, released a really nasty virus. And it impacted the world's economy with the help of the WHO, the World Health Organization, because they hid the information for months. And instead of tackling the coronavirus and dealing with it, everybody on the Democratic side was trying to impeach our president. That's the only thing that they cared about on drummed up Russian collusion charges. That's, that's where we're at. We have Trump who signed four peace treaties with Israel and other Middle Eastern countries. This is the first time this has happened in God only knows how long. So he's out there doing, he's bringing peace. He got us involved in no other wars whatsoever. No, no wars. He was bringing our men and women home from the wars. In fact, he was trying to end the wars. And uh, that's what he got. He got he got what was coming to him because the machine, the District of Columbia 
machine, both left and right, wanted him gone. One of the questions I asked at the top of the show, is the GOP going to support Trump supporters? Are they going to continue to welcome Trump supporters into the Republican Party? I don't think they are. I don't think, I think Trump supporters and Republicans, there's a handful. There's a handful of Republicans who may welcome us, but uh, for the most part, the leadership in the GOP, they don't want anything to do with the Trump supporters, just like Fox News. They've washed their hands of Trump. They hope, they hope this, uh, these, this election's over. They hope that it goes in Biden's favor. And uh, that's it. So what? Where are? where do we, as Trump supporters, where do we fit into this whole big mess? I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's, we're just going to have to wait and see. Now, the left... And this is all over my Facebook page. I've seen it all over Twitter. They're calling for unity. Unity. In the past four years, I've been called a xenophobe. All of us have been referred to as deplorables and chumps and Nazis and fascists and women haters, homophobes, Islamophobes. white supremacists. You've seen people like Alyssa Milano go and meltdowns and just say the most vulgar things about Trump and his supporters. You've seen Meathead. Rob Reiner, he's come out and said some horrible things about Trump and his followers. Politicians like Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton, they've all said horrible things. Just they, the hate has spewed from their pores. Just like the whiskey spews from Nancy Pelosi's pores. The hate has been nonstop. CNN has been on a nonstop attack. Those idiots at night, Don Lemon and the other clowns on CNN have gone after night after night after night not just Trump, but his supporters, the nasty things that have been said. Twitter has done everything they can to silence conservatives. They've got their little leftist uh, brown shirts reporting conservatives. Now they have to place a warning on Donald Trump, President Trump's tweets, It's all about shutting up the right. It's all about silencing conservatives. What do we have to look to what do we have to look forward to as a Christian conservative and Trump supporter? If I go out in public and I wear my Donald Trump hat or a Donald Trump shirt, am I going to be put on a list, an AOC list? Right, you heard about that idiot. She wants to start building a list. 
so that they can track us and come after us and maybe maybe re-educate us, you know, like China does to Muslims. Now there's 70 million of us. They're going to have to build quite a few camps and they're going to have to get past our guns first. It's going to be nasty. It all depends on how aggressive they come at us. Do I condone that? No. Am I promoting that? Absolutely not. But is it is it perfectly realistic? You bet it is. Because they came after the very soul of the nation. And now they're calling for unity. After four years of unbridled hate, they want, they expect us to come together. And and they're all saying it. Well, I didn't say anything that was mean. I don't know why you're coming after me. I didn't I didn't say anything mean. Maybe other people did, but I didn't. Well, you're all part of the same team. You condoned it. You ignored it. You laughed at it. You secretly agreed with it. You just didn't say it yourself, right? Is that is that your excuse that you're going to go with and you just expect us now to accept the loss and unite? You've got to be kidding me. Fox News, I don't know if they're going to survive. I really don't. And I would love, there is nothing more than I, that I would love to see Trump start his own uh, news empire. I know everybody uh, on the right, any Trump supporter would love to see Tucker be a huge part of that. I think there's a good chance that that would happen. I think other people like Newt Gingrich would make good additions. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Maybe Hannity. I don't know. We'll see. I guess time will tell. I guess time will tell. I can tell you this, though. Um, I will not put on Fox News. I'm done with Fox News. I'm sure a lot of you are. I know a lot of people are jumping over to Parler. So many people are are walking away from Twitter and Facebook and going to Parler that the system's crashing. They can't handle the amount of people that are coming over. Hopefully, they'll get a grip on that and they'll fix that. They're obviously going to need uh, a lot more bandwidth. I'm not a computer geek, but they definitely need the ability the ability to add millions of people at once because it's coming it's happening right now it's p-a-r-l-e-r i still have uh gray feather farm up there whoop there we go uh so if you notice below if you're watching the video you'll see my twitter handle it's at real john smith az that is going to be changed tomorrow i will no longer be supporting or advertising my Twitter handle. I will now be pushing my parlor handle, uh, which is at real John Smith, no AZ. And that's P A R L E R parlor. Download the app, get yourself on parlor because apparently 
they they actually are uh, in favor of free speech. They're okay with free speech. They don't mind people coming on and talking about their opinions, even if they mentioned Jesus Christ in a post. Even if they support Trump, even if they come out and say, I don't think this election was fair. They're not getting banned. They're not being censored. They're being allowed to speak their mind and share their opinions. And I thought that's what the intent of Twitter was all about. But apparently, Jack, while he is not completely stoned out of his mind, is trying to do everything he can to stop the conservative voice. So we've got to find ways, other avenues to get out there. We have to. We've got to do it. Now, there's a piece that was written by Steve Straub. This was published on the 8th. That was today. Now, a lot of what I was saying is going to uh, line up with what he had to say, but he he, uh, wrote an amazing open letter to those saying Biden won and, quote, now is the time to come together. Because like me, I found that to be the most disingenuous story of the entire weekend. It's as much of a fraud as this election. He says, now that the media has called the 2020 presidential election for Joe Biden, there are many on the left saying, quote, now is the time to come together. They are saying we should come together despite the fact that the election is not over until either the court challenges end or the president concedes. The media does not get to, uh, get to decide who is president regardless of what anyone says. To those on the left saying now is the time to come together, I have first a short response and then a longer one. The short response to those saying now is the time to come together is, quote, Go to hell. The longer answer is this. If you think for one minute we Trump supporters are going to forget what has happened over the past five years, you have completely lost your mind. For the last five years, those of us who have supported President Trump have been, at various times, called deplorables, chumps, racists, white supremacists, Russian stooges, uh, misogynists, homophobes, Islamophobes, anti-Semites, and the list goes on and on. Yeah, like fascists and Nazis. We have heard the media lie through their teeth about President Trump, his administration, and Trump supporters day after day, night after night. For the past five years, we have watched for years as our president was first called a racist, a misogynist, a white supremacist, a Russian plant, and then back to white supremacist again. We then watched as our president was impeached for the most bogus reason possible and even worse for what Joe Biden and his son are actually guilty of. In those things uh, were not bad enough, or if those things were not bad enough, many of us have been literally physically attacked for just wearing a MAGA hat or showing our support for the president one way or another, right? Over the past few days, we've watched what seemed like a clear victory. How about when the uh, Antifa folks and the BLM folks were just punching senior citizens in the face for wearing a MAGA hat? 
You remember those days? Yeah, it was about a month ago. How about the uh, the two women who stole the MAGA hat from the seven-year-old kid and then just threw F-bombs at the kid? Remember that? That was only maybe a month or two ago. This went on for four freaking years. Over the past few days, we have watched what seemed like a clear victory for President Trump be stolen away by corrupt officials in Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, don't forget Arizona, and in other places. While it may turn out that there was no or uh, minimal fraud, the lack of transparency in the vote counting process has made many of us suspect suspect the worst. The rush to proclaim Biden president, despite all the legal challenges ahead, just adds to our suspicions. Now, do you remember, it wasn't that long ago when uh, the media came out and said that uh, Al Gore was the winner, and that turned out to be false, and they knew it was false. In fact, Al Gore, I think he had 37 days to litigate everything that was going on in that election. And it turned out that Bush actually won. They weren't calling people. They weren't demanding that Al Gore concede. No, actually, it was the exact opposite. They stayed quiet. They said, it's time. You've got to let the courts decide. We've got to let the courts, we've got to give the courts time. This has to be investigated. Now to make things even worse from our perspective, we have a sitting congresswoman and others who is supporting what is being called the Trump Accountability Project. Yeah, that's AOC. She is terrifying. It's terrifying that there's enough people in this country that listen to this woman, that would vote for this woman twice, no less. The purpose of said project is to target supporters of the president and hold them accountable for the support. This is the kind of thing that happens in banana republics, not typically in the United States, not even just banana republics. This is the type of stuff that happens in China, in Nazi Germany. Are we going to have to wear a MAGA star on our chest? Are they going to move us into different buildings, into the ghetto, into MAGA ghettos? Are they going to starve us to death? Maybe gas us? Maybe throw us in ovens? Bury us alive? What are they? What exactly is Miss AOC's plan? I'm just curious. So, if those celebrating what they believe is a Biden victory think we're going to forget about what has happened over the past five years, they're sadly mistaken. Uh, we are going to fight back with everything we have. The silent majority is going to be silent. No longer. This is now time for all-out war, not the shooting kind. Yeah, we don't do that. We're not Black Lives Matter, and we're not Antifa. You see, there's 70 million people that voted for Trump and got 
robbed of an election, and yet not one city, not one building, not one police car has been burnt down. Not one statue has been toppled. No federal buildings have been looted. No businesses have been looted whatsoever. None. At least by Trump supporters. Not the shooting kind of war, but the cultural and political kind. It is now time for conservatives to take the same no-holds-barred, ruthless approach that Democrats have used for years and take back the schools, take back the culture, crush the left completely, and reclaim our country. How do we do that? He leaves that part out. But he's right. We've got to do something. We can't just sit back. We can't be the silent majority anymore because according to this election, we're no longer the majority. But we are silent. And our silence is exactly what caused the loss. Because we're silent, because we're not out sharing what we believe with our neighbors, I mean, hell, there's even parents out there that are too afraid to share what they believe with their own kids. They're worried about sharing what they believe with their own brothers and sisters in fear that their brothers and sisters may not talk to them anymore, so they live out of fear. My question to you is this. If you go to church, if you wake up on a Sunday and you go to church and you worship the same Jesus that I worship— did When Jesus came to earth, did he remain silent? Was he a silent majority? Was he in fear? You better bet he was in fear. When he sat and knelt in the Garden of Gethsemane, you better bet he was afraid. He knew what was coming, and yet he did what he was to do anyway. Because he was not a coward. Jesus is the epitome of courage. He acted even when fear was real. He knew. He knew the pain and the torture that he was about to go through. He knew one of his disciples sold him out. He knew everything. And yet he still marched forward, and so did the 12 after Jesus was executed. The apostles, they knew, because Jesus told them, look what they're doing to me, what do you think they'll do to you? But they went out and they acted. They preached until all of them were murdered. Except, of course, the apostle John but he was banished as a crazy old man on an island. Look what they did to Paul. Everybody's afraid of being canceled. Everybody's afraid of losing their jobs. Everybody has a fear of some kind, so they remain silent. Did you know that the Apostle Paul, most of his writings, most of what he did was from prison? But yet, he continued to act. He did what he was told to do. 
if you're a Christian and you think you're supposed to be quiet, then you're not reading the same scriptures in the same Bible that I'm reading. You're out of touch. You think you can go on a Sunday morning and just put money in the offering plate and keep your mouth shut for the rest of the week? You think you did your part? You think throwing a few bucks in the offering plate is going to buy your safety and security? Is that what you think? Because let me tell you something. Because of our silence, we may not have churches in the future. You think that sounds extreme? Look at it. Look at China and look what they're doing. Look at so many places around the world, what they're doing to Christian people. In China, they're rewriting the Bible. There's going to be a Chinese version of the Bible, which is total and utter falsehood. It's pretty scary. So I guess my question is when are you guys going to wake up? When is the silent majority going to wake up? When critical race theory is introduced to your child in second grade, what are you going to do? Are you going to fight it? Or are you just going to ignore it? and protect yourself. Is that what you're going to do? You're going to let your own child be indoctrinated so that you can protect yourself and your job? We can't remain silent. We can't think that anything is going to change If we continue to remain silent, Steve Straub is exactly right, but we need answers. We need to know what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? And I can tell you this, the only way change happens is by going out, educating yourself, and going out and educating others. Most of us don't know the Constitution. I don't know it as well as I should. But I'm doing something about it. This is a book called Our Ageless Constitution. I don't get paid to promote this. Our Ageless Constitution. It is a fantastic book. If you want to remain ignorant, then don't read it. If you want to remain silent, then don't read it. But if you want to try to fight back and save our union, save our nation then go out and spend the $65 on Amazon and buy Our Ageless Constitution and read it. Read it every day, along with your Bible. I want you to find stories in the Bible where people remain quiet and God bless them. You you tell me about those stories where where people were afraid to speak out and people were afraid to act. Show me those stories. Let me tell you real quick, because uh, I'll be honest with you, after this weekend, man, I am tired and I am feeling like crap. 
And there is nothing better for crap than Ranger Rob pet poopy bags. I'm going to let him tell you all about them. Hello, friends. This is Ranger Rob, and I'd like to talk to you about dog poop. That's right, dog poop. I invented Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, a very large bag with handles. My bags support large and small dogs and smell like lemon. They are strong and affordable. You can find Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags at Amazon. They come in sheets or in rolls and come with a dispenser. Once you try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, you'll never want to go back. So come join us. Go to Amazon and try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags today. All right, you're watching the John Smith Show. I am your host, John Smith. If you want to be a caller on tonight's show, the number as always is 602-475-2000. I want to thank my good friends over at Good Talk Radio, my friends at Hardyware.com, and of course Pete over at FastConceptsLLC.com. If you live in Arizona and you need your CCW permit, and I would highly recommend you getting your CCW as soon as possible, and uh, you know maybe buying a few guns and stock up as on am- as much ammunition as possible. But if you want to learn how to shoot your gun or you need your CCW, just uh, check out Pete at FastConceptsLLC.com and check them out today. Uh, Gray Feather Farms and Rager Rob, those are all of our uh, supporters. We thank you so much for your support. Uh, the show wouldn't be possible without you guys. Hey, the live chat's open as well. We got more stories. But I did pose some questions out there today. And that's really what the show's been about today, is it just about hypothetical questions because let me tell you something Joe Biden and Kamala Harris they don't they're not real big on the United States Constitution uh, they would rather that book our ageless constitution they would rather burn that book than read it and they certainly don't want you to read it and they don't want your neighbors to read it they want you to stay as dumb and ignorant as possible. They want you to be stoned and just lay around and be absolute vegetables. That's that's what they want. And they just want to promise you everything that's free. They They want to promise you free education. They want to promise you free healthcare, free abortion, free housing, free cell phones, free internet, Everything's just going to be free. So you can just be stoned out of your mind the rest of your life and everything will be taken care of. And too many idiots have fallen for this. The day after election day, when we were all feeling pretty kind of doom and gloom, there were people all over Facebook here in Arizona saying, oh, well, at least my marijuana is legal. Yeah. We'll see how that turns out. Unbelievable. 
Uh, former President George W. Bush issued a rare public statement on Sunday congratulating President-elect Joe Biden on his victory and also giving a nod to Presidential Trump's unsuccessful re-election bid. You see, Bush is just, he's no different than Cindy McCain and uh, Jeff Flake and John McCain in that idiot, I can't even say his name anymore, that idiot up in Utah, MR, I'll use his initials. I won't even say his name because he's such a piece of garbage. Uh, somebody said Biden isn't for universal health care, though. He opposed this in the debate. You Do you believe that? He's got to make himself look a little different than Bernie Sanders. But why would you pick someone, the most liberal congressperson, Kamala Harris? Why would you pick Kamala Harris as your running mate, knowing that you're not going to make it through the first term, knowing that Kamala Harris will be president within the next, I don't know, six months to two years? It's going to happen. Who definitely supports universal health care, and they do, they support a government option. So, Voice 17, I don't know. I don't know if you're on the left or the right, or maybe neither. But you better bet yourself that Joe Biden will push for a government option, a public option. And once a public option is on the table, it's over. It's over for the private health care. We will have private hospitals that you may have to pay out of pocket for, just like the rest of the socialist nations around the country, or I'm sorry, around the world. If you go over to the UK, if you're just a peasant, then you go to the, the free health care. And hopefully, maybe a doctor will see you in six months, maybe a year. Maybe you'll be dead by then. But if you've got the money and you can pay out of pocket, if you're part of the the upper class, then you can walk right into a private hospital, pay out of pocket, and get the help that you need right now. You better bet Biden is going to support that. I'm a progressive. I figured. I figured. But let me ask you this, Voice 17. I appreciate you for uh, tuning in. Did you support Biden or do you just hate Trump? Were you more of a Bernie Sanders supporter? Because, man, I have been combing my social media since this election, and I can't find anybody that was excited to vote for Biden. That They were like, yeah, Biden's my guy. I supported Biden from the beginning. He's my guy, and I am so happy he's the president. It's me, Nelson. Nelson, do I know you, Nelson? I'm not sure where I know you from, Nelson. Uh, anyway, um, let's see, going back to the article here, and uh, I'll keep reading your uh, your messages uh, as you go along, Nelson. Um Quote, I just uh, talked to the president-elect of the United States, Joe Biden. I extended my warm congratulations and thanked him for the patriotic message he delivered last night, Bush said. Isn't it funny how all of a sudden Bush, who was just called a draft dodger 
and a complete failure. And what a clown he was. What a stooge he was for believing that there were mass or weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. And he was the one that was to blame for going to war with Iraq just to protect his daddy. These were everything that this is everything that Biden was saying. Everything that Biden was Biden and his party were just trash in the bushes. Now, all of a sudden, Bush. Well, I guess I'm going to support Biden. Biden's the man. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I also called Kami uh, LaHarris to congratulate her on her historic election to the vice presidency. Bush said of Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, a California senator who shattered gender and racial barriers with her win. Don't you love Yahoo News? Don't you just love it? Biden and Harris gave victory speeches Saturday night, hours after the Associated Press and other major outlets called the race in the Democrats' favor. In the address in Biden's home state of Delaware, the new president-elect vowed to be a commander-in-chief who doesn't, quote, see red states and blue states, but only sees the United States. Hmm. But Trump has yet to acknowledge Biden's victory, a major party candidates have done throughout modern political history when it was clear they had lost. Yeah, see, I don't know uh, where you've been, but there, uh, there's been a lot of bogus votes out there, a lot of ballots out there that, uh, you know, seem to be a little suspicious. And yet the Republican uh, vote counters... The watchers, they weren't allowed to go in in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and other parts of the country. Uh, so I don't know if it's clear. Uh, I don't know if the, the election's quite clear yet. And I'll accept it. If it comes back, I'll accept it. But, uh, yeah, to state that it was clear that Trump lost, I think, is a little bit uh, disingenuous. Just like your call now to all be friends. We all need to unite now. Uh, he says, I'm a Bernie supporter. However, I voted for Biden, but I am uh, displeased that he is who the Democratic establishment chose. Yeah, exactly right. Nelson, that seems to be um, the common, what I'm hearing from just about everybody. Nobody was excited about Biden. I don't understand how Biden made it past Bernie, to be honest with you. I mean, I do. It's the Democratic machine. They're going to make they're going to make things happen, just like Hillary, just like they did for Hillary. Because there was no reason that Bernie should have lost to Hillary, but all of a sudden, these super delegates all started picking Hillary when it looked like Hillary was going to lose. And just like Ray, I spoke to Ray on election night. He's another progressive Bernie supporter, and he was like, "Well, the Democratic Party they owed uh, Hillary." Uh, they made her a promise when she lost uh, to Obama, so they just fulfilled their promise. I thought the the voters chose their candidates. I guess that's not how it works in the Democratic Party. Hmm. The incumbent president has alternated between silence and tweets promoting conspiracies, of course. They're conspiracies, falsely asserting that the election was rigged, no matter how. Uh, listen, in Arizona, I I personally watched 
people at the polls, the working the polls, people were forcing other the voters to use Sharpies. Now, that hasn't been fully investigated yet. All I want them to do is bring out like 10 of those ballots that were filled out with Sharpies. I want them to run those ballots through the machine on live TV, and I want to see if the machine counts those those ballots. If they, co- if they uh, you know, correctly count 10 out of 10, then I'll shut my mouth. I don't know why they just can't do that. I don't know why they just can't come out and be honest with everybody and just say, look, here it is. Here's the machine. We're going to fill out 10 fresh ballots with Sharpies. We're Just do it. Just do the test live in front of everybody on live TV and let let people go down and witness it for themselves. Make it a nonpartisan thing. And if they're 10 for 10, then we just shut up and we in case closed. But for them to come out and say, oh, yeah, well, you, you need to believe me. You just need to believe me. Yeah, that's that's not going to work. And everybody on the left, if it happened the opposite way, you'd be saying the exact same thing. That's where the disingenuousness just flows from your pores. Uh, The 43rd president added, I want to congratulate President Trump and his supporters on a hard-fought campaign. He earned the votes of more than 70 million Americans. Yeah, a lot more than you ever did, George. An extraordinarily political achievement. They've spoken and their voices will continue to be heard through elected Republicans at every level of government. Well, you better damn hope so, because if not, the government or the Republican Party is finished. It's over. If you try to get rid of Trump supporters or you continue to bash Trump, the GOP, along with Fox News, is history. Because it is Trump's party now. It is Trump's party. And you better remember that, George. And really, I'll be honest with you, people like you, you know, you're really not welcome. You're not welcome. Because I defended you. When you decided to send our Marines and our men and women into Iraq, I defended you. When you decided to send them into Afghanistan, I defended you. When Joe Biden and the rest of the left were calling you a draft dodger and a weakling and stupid and everything else that they were calling you Islamophobic, I defended you. Where are you at, George? Who are you defending? Since his departure from office in January 2009, Bush has largely avoided the spotlight through, uh, though he did back his brother, well, naturally, former uh, Florida Governor Jeb Bush, who, let me tell you something, Jeb Bush is about as exciting as a wet carpet. Jeb Bush got his ass handed to him by Trump in the primaries. And the Bushes have been pissed off 
since. How dare someone out of the blue with no political ties walk in and dominate the Republican or Republican primaries? Jeb, that was the smackdown of the century. And George is still pissed off about it. Bush's successor, Barack Obama, has been more public on the campaign trail. Over the past few years, Obama has condemned Trump's inflammatory statements and policies. I remember when Obama came out and talked about how stupidly the police acted. You remember that? Every time there was some sort of police shooting, he immediately came out against the police. And he did it in St. Louis, and he did it in many places. He's actually the one, uh, he was president when Black Lives Matter formed. And Black Lives Matter, during his presidency, the BLM was walking down the streets talking about frying up cops like pigs. And he just chuckled. He just ignored it. It was no big deal. He's the one that was going to fundamentally transform America. What does that mean to transform, by the way? You might want to look that up. He didn't want to make America great again. He wanted to transform America so that uh, he could implement some of the policies that him and his communist grandmother used to talk about over in Hawaii in his preacher his Marxist preacher. Uh, But unlike Bush, Obama's own statement uh, reacting to Biden's victory did not mention Trump. Your efforts made a difference, Obama said. I'm sure he started off by, let me be clear. Your efforts made a difference addressing Americans. Enjoy this moment. Enjoy the moment. Because soon you'll have a $14 million house over in Martha's Vineyard. You can be my neighbor, Joe. And I can share with you some of my baked kale because, you know, Michelle doesn't really let me eat, you know, real food. Remember when she was forcing all our kids in school, they had to eat carrots. They weren't allowed to go to the vending machines. They, They took the vending machines out. They were forcing their lifestyle on our kids. If I want my kid to eat a ho-ho, isn't that my right as a parent? According to Michelle, no. No, that's not your right. You will do as I do. Even though her ass is the size of a small Volkswagen, I have to listen to what she tells me to do. My kids will eat what she wants my kids to eat. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. Well, with cases soaring uh, of COVID-19, Biden is about to announce his COVID-19 task force. This is the guy. He doesn't know what city he's in half the time. He can't put two sentences together. He can't go out and have a rally without, you know, a giant uh, screen in front of him the size of a small van, the broadside of a barn. He's got to have a teleprompter with, like, it's enormous. 
He can't think for himself. He's a complete stooge. But he's going to put together the COVID-19 task force that's going to end COVID-19. And that's what that's what Yahoo News, that's what Reuters, that's what they're all preparing us for. Because what he's going to do, he's going to magically end COVID. And he's going to bring the world back to normal. Now, I don't know if we'll ever stop wearing the face diapers. Which I don't wear anyway, by the way. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be a sheep. I'm not going to walk around like a buffoon. I'm going to continue to hug people that are willing to hug me back and I'm going to shake hands and I'm going to smile at them with no mask on. And those of you who want to force me to wear a mask, well, you too can go to hell because I'm not going to do it. Anyway, this goofball, this clown, this dementia man is going to put together the COVID-19 task force. I'm sure with Kamala Harris, she's going to head it up, I'm sure. And then they're going to shut the economy down and then they're going to force us a federal mandate to wear the stupid masks. And then after maybe a month or two, they're going to come out and admit that now in the CDC, well, they'll, they'll be part of it too. Fauci and his crew, they'll come out and just say, miraculously, it's gone. And this is what Trump, if Trump would have only listened to science, you see, it's science that got rid of the COVID. Well, that's it. Sarcastic as ever. I'm in a very sarcastic mood. I appreciate uh, Nelson, known as Voice17, for participating in tonight's show. I appreciate it, buddy. You're always welcome to do so if you're still listening. Uh, But that's it for the John Smith Show tonight. Uh, Again, I want to thank Ranger Rob. Uh, I want to thank Good Talk Radio. Reminder that we are on Roku. Okay, it's Cutting Edge TV. We are on Roku now, so if you've got the Roku, check it out. Uh, But uh, I will be on Parler as well. I am on Parler, at Real John Smith, and Twitter can kiss my ass. I'm going to get rid of them. Uh, But until tomorrow night, same place, 8 p.m. Thanks, thanks Nelson. I appreciate it, buddy. He said, great show. Uh, Until tomorrow night, God bless Take care.